0: Looking for one of our advertisers? Search the advertiser directory at KTBB.com. KTBB.com. Hosted by Group M7. Good morning and welcome once again to In Focus. I'm John Sims and with us this morning, we play catch up with the Better Business Bureau of Central East Texas. We've done a lot with this organization. I don't think you can ever do too much. And today our guest is Nathan Hood, a dispute resolution specialist with the Better Business Bureau of Central East Texas. Good morning, Nathan. Great to have you with us. Good morning, John. Thanks for having me. Certainly. Don't forget InFocus is available online. Just go to ktbb.com slash InFocus, and InFocus is uploaded to our website early in the morning, the day after the show airs. Nathan, just a little bit about the Better Business Bureau. You've been around for so long, um, what, 37? Some odd years just here in Tyler in East Texas, I believe.
1: In East Texas, uh, we've had a presence here since 1985. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Better Business Bureau as an organization was actually started in 1912. And uh, we serve 19 counties um, throughout East Texas, so we we have a strong presence here.
0: Mm -hmm. But uh, still, a lot of people don't know who you are and what you do until they hear something on the radio or until... um, Heaven help them, something happens and they have to get in touch with the Better Business Bureau. So a little bit of history and who you are and what you do.
1: Uh, Well, for for Better Business Bureau, um, as an organization, uh, we basically um, exist as... um In regards to, we do complaints, but in regards to complaints, we exist as a a buffer between the business and the consumer um, to try and facilitate communication uh, between them and help them resolve their issues. Uh, But we're also involved in in many other things, um, primarily uh, scams, um, reporting information to consumers and businesses um, on various uh, scams that are going around. We work with local law enforcement. Uh, we work with uh, local government agencies as well. We have a very strong relationship with law enforcement and government agencies and um, our job is basically to, to inform people. Mm-hmm. Um, we, are, we are not a government agency and we are not a regulatory authority, um, but our job is to, to inform people and help people try and resolve their issues
0: okay if you go to the website and i suggest that you do as always www.bbb.org east hyphen texas there's just a lot of information on there that explains more about who you are and what you do a lot of things that we may or may not have time to get to on the radio today one of the things that i noticed uh, your vision is an ethical marketplace where buyers and sellers trust each other and your mission is to be the leader in advancing Marketplace trust, setting standards for marketplace trust, encouraging and supporting best practices, celebrating marketplace role models, which you do, of course, by accrediting businesses and also by honoring them at your annual... Um, awards event, which happens in February of every year. Yes, sir. And then you call out and address substandard marketplace behavior and create a community of trustworthy businesses and charities. Uh, focusing for the moment on calling out and addressing substandard marketplace behavior, I think it's a good time to reemphasize that you do that, but you are not a law enforcement agency. If we can clarify just a little bit how that works and how you work with law enforcement in that regard.
1: Well, um, substandard marketplace behavior is um, something that unfortunately happens quite a lot. Um, we do see a lot of um, non-legitimate businesses um, who will come into the area um, whether they are uh, their objective is to try and scam people out of money um, or whether they just don't have enough experience business wise uh, to be able to conduct their business effectively Um, we are not in the position to be judge and jury for businesses. That's not why we're there. And sometimes consumers will think that, that we are uh, someone that they can come to and say, oh, I want this business shut down, mm-hmm. or you know, I want this person prosecuted. As you see, we're not a government agency. We're not a regulatory authority. We have no legal power in that regard uh, to be able to do that to businesses. What we do is we work with businesses and we work with consumers uh, to try and facilitate communications and bring them together uh, to make a better experience for everyone and mm-hmm. uh, we also work with local law enforcement when you get into a situation whereby you do have businesses who are trying to scam people uh, and, and trying to take money without doing work and things like that um, and we report to those law enforcement agencies uh, BBB as a whole nationally works very closely with the uh, Federal Trade Commission um, we actually have an online tool which uh, I believe we're going to talk about in a little bit um, that they use as a resource for doing their investigations, um, which we're very happy about, very proud of that they have that trust in us. Um, And we we enjoy a very good relationship with local law enforcement, and and we're working to make a, a better and safer East Texas for everyone.
0: Okay. Phone number is 903-581-5704. Toll-free, since you do cover 19 counties in East Texas, 800-443-0131. The email is info at easttexas.bbb.org. Excuse me. 3,600 Old Bullard Road is the physical address. And um, office hours, 830 to 5, Monday through Thursday, 830 to 4 on Friday. Phone inquiries are taken from 830 to 4, Monday through Thursday. 8.30 eight thirty to eleven thirty AM on Friday. And of course there's voicemail if you call and um nobody's home at that particular moment. Uh, As far as, uh, just a little bit about what you do, a a dispute resolutions specialist, I would imagine that that can be kind of a dicey job, but um, (laughs) I'm sure that you get some good results out of it and you've been at it for uh, several years now, working for the, what, two and a half years now? Yes, sir. Okay. So, tell me a little bit about what that entails.
1: Um, My job is basically, uh, I deal with complaints, uh, to to put it in layman's terms. I will accept complaints in from consumers uh, regarding businesses, Um, I will facilitate communication to that business and let them know that they have this complaint and again this is something we see quite often for any business owners out there. Um, If you've received your first complaint I always tell business owners it doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing, Mm -hmm. this could be spun as a positive um, and it's a learning experience. Um, you're always going to get complaints. That's the nature of the business. You're not going to avoid that and when a consumer sends a complaint they obviously have a legitimate concern with your business and it's your responsibility as a business to address that concern. Um, that can actually end up developing a very good relationship between the consumer and the business uh, and and. Uh, actually generate repeat business Mm -hmm. Uh, a lot of times consumers have a a problem they'll bring this complaint and they're they're treated very well and then they'll come back and they'll do repeat business because they were happy with the service they received um that is basically what i do i i deal with that unfortunately there are times that that communication process does break down and we also offer arbitration as a service uh, whereby we have a pool of local arbitrators who offer uh, legal binding arbitration and they, they, both parties can come into our office either in person or participate by telephone and they will sit in with the arbitrator and myself as I'm the arbitration administrator and they will it's much like going to small claims court. Uh-huh. Same kind of principle. Oh, all right. Um the difference is that we're a lot more casual than Small Claims Court. It's mm-hmm. not as intense and it's a better experience for both the business and the consumer And um, that it's a lot more relaxed and gives them an opportunity to present themselves.
0: This is In Focus. I'm John Sims. We're talking this morning with Nathan Hood, Dispute Resolutions Specialist for the Better Business Bureau of Central East Texas. There were some specific things that uh, you wanted to discuss today, and all of them very worthy and very relevant, and the word scam just kind of hovers Mm -hmm. over, uh, I guess, everybody in one way or another. It's certainly a real problem in East Texas, but people are always just kind of having a glance over their shoulder every now and then because robocalls and... uh, people that uh, drop things in the mail or send them by email and they look legitimate the internet and social media have kind of ex- exacerbated this whole issue and uh It's not as though you need to be running scared all the time, but you need to be vigilant and be wary of what's going on. And we're going to talk about several specific topics this morning, the first of those being the BBB Scam Tracker. That's kind of a new one on me, but I guess you've had it around for a little while. Tell us about um, how new or how old that is with you and how it works.
1: Um, In its current form, uh, Scam Tracker has been around uh, for about a year. As I said earlier, we work very closely with the FTC on a national level. Mm -hmm. Um, Scam Tracker is a national tool. Um, It links with other BBBs and it allows consumers to be able to go online through our website, go into Scam Tracker, which is its own website, and submit scams to us. So any fake IRS calls, any publisher's clearinghouse calls, anything like that, they can go on there, they they can report that. They also have the option to be able to call us. A lot of people don't have access to the internet, or they don't have a computer at home, or they're Mm -hmm. not comfortable using it, which is absolutely fine. We understand that. So you can always call us up, and you can tell us about the scam, and we can add that into Scam Tracker for you. And basically what it does is it allows people to have an online library resource of these scams so if you think you've been scammed and you think there's something uh, that you've received a phone call that's not legitimate you can always go on there you can look up the number you can look up the name of the person uh, they, they, they gave you the name on the phone you can look up the name of the organization and you can see all of these scams displayed in the search tool and you can try and match up you know if, if it matches to what you're hearing and by all means if it does then give us a call and let us know a lot of what we do comes from the public We we do we have our own diligence, uh when we we're, we're looking into scams but we're very dependent on the public telling us things. So if you have something to report by all means, never feel like it's too small, just give us a call, let us know about it and we're always interested if there's anything that you feel is not legitimate.
0: Uh, that brings up a real quick question here. It may have a longer answer than we're ready for but we'll <laughs> listen and hear what you have to say about it and I know it's going to be relevant to the other topics we're mm-hmm. talking about today as well. If you think you've been scammed, what about all the folks who maybe even listening this morning, who just don't know, uh, do you have any tips for knowing or at least suspecting that maybe something isn't quite kosher with maybe a phone call or an email that you get?
1: Well, it really depends on the situation. Um, Most times what I tell someone, uh, if it's in regards to a company or a government organization, is that if you're not sure don't give any information and you can always go and call that organization directly um, look up uh, literature online um, call us and we can give you the, the legitimate phone number and You give them a call and you ask them do you have this person working for you? Is this a phone, num- this phone number called me? Is this one of your numbers? Is this something you do in a phone call or is- do you send letters out like this? And you can always walk into BBB office as well if you get something through the mail and let us have a look at it I deal with that daily and um, where we get people coming mm-hmm. into the office and they've received a letter that they're not sure is legitimate the main thing to remember is if in doubt don't do anything with it, come and have a talk to us or talk to the organization that sent it to you.
0: Okay, and I want to give a little shout out to law enforcement today. We talked a little bit about them earlier. Here at the radio station, from time to time, we'll hear from one of the area police departments, Tyler Longview, maybe one of the sheriff's offices, and they will specifically mention a scam that is going around right now, tell you how it works and tell you what to do and how to avoid it. and. Uh, usually suggests that you call them call law enforcement if you think you have been subjected to this particular scam so that that's very helpful as well yes sir um keep your eyes and ears open check your social media there will be things that will show up on social media about these kinds of scams police department facebook pages for example listen to the radio little plug for us there of course and uh i would suggest going online and Checking out the Better Business Bureau, learning more about how you work. www.bbb.org slash east hyphen Texas is the website. And great opportunity here to give out that phone number again, 903-581-5704, toll-free 800 800- Four four three zero one three one. email is info at easttexas.bbb.org, and you serve 19 counties with the main office on Old Bullard Road in Tyler. Getting back to some things to watch out for that we really wanted to highlight today, online safety and social media retailers. There's that uh, internet and social media bugaboo rearing its ugly head yep. again.
1: Yeah, this this is a, a prime ground for scammers and hackers, um, and and people who are really trying to take advantage. Um, it's very easy with the rise, of, and you mentioned earlier about the rise of uh, social media and the internet um, mm-hmm. being a, a breeding ground for this kind of thing, and it really is because it's easy to be anonymous on there. It's easy to cover your tracks. It's easy to uh, people tend to be more. Um, willing to click on a link if they're on Facebook or if they're on uh, some other social media site and they see Mm -hmm. this, um, oh that's an interesting link I'll just click on that. Um, People know that, people are we we live in an age now where people are interested, they're curious, they they want to know and expand their knowledge because of the internet and because of that they're clicking on more and more and more things. Unfortunately a lot of those things are not legitimate. in regards to 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 staying safe, um, the main things I can I would say to people uh, regarding social media or or online safety is uh, make sure and have a good strong password. Um, on things like Facebook and your social media, um, don't just use small case letters in a, in a single word. Mm-hmm. Make sure and use capital letters, use symbols, use numbers. Um, pick something unusual as your password, not password, um, which is actually quite a common password. That's what I've heard. That's yeah. kind
0: of strange, but it's true.
1: Yep, yeah. it is. Yeah, a lot of people use that. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's very important to, to be secure um, with, with your information and, and if you're you're getting social media sites and you're going on there with weak security it's very easy for hackers and scammers to take over your account and um, and they will start posting up spam as you so therefore people on your friends list, friends, family, co-workers they're going to be seeing this coming through and it's mm-hmm. looking like it's from you mm-hmm. and then obviously they're going to say oh, well that's safe because you know that was John posted that so I'll just click on that so unfortunately it's not safe So it's it's very important to to protect yourself online.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, Nathan Hood, dispute resolution specialist for the Better Business Bureau of Central East Texas, our guest this morning. We talked a little bit earlier about dispute resolution, and uh, now we're just kind of uh, broadening it, talking about uh, what you do, and in particular, some different scams that people need to look out for and um, matter of fact, that moves us right into our next topic. Current common scams. We're talking about IRS fake debt collection, publishers, clearinghouse, things like that. What do people need to be wary and aware of in that regard?
1: Well, in regards to IRS, um, this is something, This that's the most common scam that we have reported is the IRS scam. Mm-hmm. Basically how that works is that uh, people will receive phone calls, and I'm sure many, many of your listeners have had these. Uh, where they will receive a phone call. It's someone claiming to be the IRS saying they owe back taxes. It's usually to the tune of several thousand dollars, but they'll take a payment today of 500 or 750, and it will go away. Um, That's all they have to do. Mm -hmm. Pay it through MoneyGram, pay it through Western Union, and then it's taken care of. This is not the IRS. Um, What we used to tell people is the IRS does not make calls and will not make calls. They'll reach out and contact you first by letter. IRS is actually now making calls. There are three um, agencies who are working for the IRS, private companies, um, who are making debt collection calls for the IRS. However, in saying that, much like any debt collection company, which leads into the fake debt collection ones. If you ask them for documentation, they should be sending that anyway. They should be sending you letters um, and you should be able to check and verify. Again, it goes back to what I was saying of call the company. There should be some kind of reference number on there. Um, You can check for the legitimate phone number. You can check if that person actually works there, if this is normally how they send out letters, if the information and address is correct. Um, It's always worth checking the facts. At the end of the day, it's your money, it's your life, and it's your identity. And it's your responsibility to make sure that that information is safe.
0: Okay. And fake debt collection, publishers, clearinghouse scams, I guess they pretty much fall under the same banner, unless you wanted to elaborate a little bit on how those work. But uh, I'm sure the public really just kind of needs to be looking out for the same kinds of things.
1: Yes, sir. And and with the IRS um, one in particular, what you'll see one of the keys to look out for um is that the phone calls will quite often come from a 202 area code uh, which is washington washington Mm -hmm. Washington, dc um they will do this by using online tools uh, like online skype uh, magic jack things like that where they can actually buy a number from that specific area to make it look more legitimate Um, and the same principle comes with publishers clearing houses quite often easy to spot those ones because the calls come from 876 which is a Jamaica area code yeah. and for some reason that seems to be the area that's prevalent with the Publishers Clearinghouse scams and Publishers Clearinghouse themselves I know that's it's a very popular company um, they actually have a page on their website at www.pch.com whereby you can go and they have a lot of scam information on there uh, they're well aware of the scam and, and they're working with, with BBB and law enforcement to try and sort that out because that's probably the most second most popular scam that we have
0: okay and then the grandparents scam over and over and over again we hear about elderly trusting people just being way too trusting for their own good coming into the summer season we see a rise in this type of a scam
1: yeah Uh, we are coming into that uh, season now and uh, the reason that it's it's so prevalent at this time of year is because a lot of college kids they'll kind of you know they'll take working holidays they'll go on gap years and they're abroad so they're not in regular contact with with the grandparents or and it doesn't even have to be grandparents it could be other members of the family Mm -hmm. Um, and they will the way that scam works is they'll call you up and they'll say oh I'm stuck abroad or I was driving a hire car and I've been arrested Mm -hmm. I need money for bail Um, and then it just keeps going and going they'll keep making these phone calls they'll keep asking for more money and a lot of times it could be someone who's like a distant relative like a cousin or something that you're not very familiar with the situation but it's easy for them to get that information again going back to social media um, it's easy for them to pull that information from things like Facebook uh, Twitter your social media stuff if you're posting pictures of your grandkids you're posting pictures of your brother or sister or member of your family right they can see they've got blonde hair they can see their names Bob they can see you know they went to XYZ school so it it's there's lots of little tidbits of information there that they can gather up and make a full picture and make it seem very legitimate
0: okay so be careful Storm chasers. Uh, We've had some very serious, even tragic, tornado activity here just within the last few weeks in East Texas. And your president, CEO, Michelle Mills, just got right on that computer and started sending out things that we ran on the radio station Mm -hmm. and on our website here about storm chasers and about the need to be real careful whenever this kind of tragedy strikes. Let's just kind of repeat and elaborate on that. What do people need to be looking out for?
1: Yeah, you're right, John. Unfortunately, it's a very, very common thing at this time of year. Uh, we're right in the middle of that season, whereby, um, unfortunately, there, there are tornadoes and, and there are tragedies happening all over East Texas, um, and people, unfortunately, want to take advantage of that. Um, the most common thing with that is is roofing. Uh, scams, Mm -hmm. whereby they will come by and and the the roof's been taken off by a tornado, oh, I'll fix that for you, I've got spare parts, I want to donate, I'm going Mm -hmm. to give you a cut price, you know, let's pay cash and we'll take care of that. And they basically just take the money and then don't do the work. Or um, they will do the work, but it's to a substandard, they're not properly licensed, uh, they don't have um, the the correct tools to do the job or the correct materials, uh, and that happens all too often, unfortunately
0: okay and it really ties in with the next thing that people need to be looking out for that we wanted to discuss today contractors and home repair of course roofing falls under the uh, same banner as that but uh uh, just some any 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 other tips or information that you wanted to pass along in that regard
1: yeah uh, in regards to contractors and as you say it does tie into the storm chasers thing any home contractor Really, they should be giving you a contract. If they're a legitimate company um, and they're, they're invested in their, their consumers, um, they'll want to do the right thing by you. They Mm -hmm. want to make sure their contract is airtight, not just for your peace of mind, but it also protects them as a business. So any business owners out there, again, this is something that happens with uh, local businesses. They're maybe not experienced in this kind of thing, uh, so they're not um, up on contracts. It may be worthwhile talking to uh, your business's lawyer, make sure your contract's fully drawn up and everything's fine. Um, It's a good idea always to get three bids. We always tell consumers that. have a chat around with different businesses locally. Give us a call. We can we can give you um, contact information for different businesses. We always give at least three uh, different businesses for people to contact. And it's not necessarily which one's the cheapest. I, again, this is something I always tell consumers: is um, is whoever you're most comfortable with, whoever you feel is the most secure, um, and is going to do the right thing by you and suits your needs.
0: Okay the veterans choice program scam. Uh, We're hearing so much about veterans these days and about some of the issues that they face and uh, about different things that we can do to make their lives easier after the time they've spent serving their country. Uh, tell us about the Veterans Choice Program scam, how you work with the VA on that and what we really need to know about that one.
1: Well, basically this one is um, is, is tied to the Federal Trade Commission again, who do a really good job and uh, as I say, they work with us quite closely on, on a number of things. Um, this unfortunately as you see the veterans do uh, you know they, they've served the country and they did a fantastic job and, and uh, they deserve our respect and unfortunately there are people who do not um, this particular scam the veterans choice program is an initiative of the u.s department of veteran affairs and the program allows certain eligible vets to use approved healthcare providers who are outside of the VA system. And as we all know, I mean, healthcare is a contentious issue at the moment. There's a lot going on with that, um, so this is something that scammers have picked up on. And you, you tend to find that a lot that the issues that are um, hotbeds and have a lot of discussion or in a, a bit of turmoil, that's where they come in because they, they thrive on the confusion, mm-hmm. and that's, that allows them to to uh, scam people. Uh, but this particular program um scammers will set up a, a they've set up a phony telephone line that very closely resembles uh, the the program's telephone number and they use names seals logos that look or sound like those um, of respected legitimate organizations much like the IRS scam um, and they use this phone number uh, to You call up and you think you've reached reached the VCP, and the fake lines message says you're entitled to a rebate if you provide a credit card number. Mm. But if you give up your account information, they'll take money out of your account and you get nothing in return. You're basically just paying the scammer. There's no rebate, and you'll need to cancel your credit card. Mm. Um, They obviously have the credit card information at that point, which then you're going into the realms of possible identity theft as well.
0: Okay. Talking to Nathan Hood with the Better Business Bureau of Central East Texas on Focus. This morning, I'm John Sims. And again, that contact information in Tyler, 903-581-5704. Toll-free is 800-443-0131. If you have anything you need to talk to the Better Business Bureau about, those are the telephone numbers. Email is info at easttexas.bbb.org. Website, lots and lots of information on there. www.bbb.org east texas. And in Tyler, your office, 3600 Old Bullard Road, building number one. That makes it an easy building to remember, yep. I guess. Office hours, 830 to 5 Monday through Thursday, 830 to 4 on Friday. And then for phone inquiries, 830 to 4 on Monday through Thursday and 830 to 1130 a.m. on Friday. But if it's after hours, just by all means, go ahead and make that call and leave a message. I wanted to get into some of the other things you do. Um... There is a calendar of lunch and learn events that is available on your uh, website. And you have several events during the course of the year. People can just um, come in. It's free for accredited businesses. You hold this on the TJC West Campus, $10 for first-time guests. Lunch is provided. And uh, as I look at the calendar, the next one is the truth about employee engagement. That's coming up Monday, June 12th user experience in July, the good, the bad and the ugly, and then game changers, successful strategies for life coming up in August. What are some of the things that people can learn um, and uh, in what ways can they benefit by attending some of these events?
1: Well, the the Lunch Learn leads um, are are very popular and uh, they cover a wide variety of topics um, as you just mentioned a few there. it's not just skills for businesses in in how to um, conduct your, your your business better in, in certain areas, um, but it's also skills for life as well. Um, We get speakers coming from all over the country, we get local speakers, uh, we have authors, we have local business people coming to speak, and um, you'll get our ambassadors coming to these events as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, BBB ambassadors are local business owners who uh, work very closely with the BBB um, as they believe in our mission and what we're trying to do, and and they advocate that to their, uh, their peers. Um, when you go to these events, it's basically something that uh, you can you can come along, you can have lunch, uh, lunch is on us, and you sit down and you, you listen to the the speaker, uh, have an opportunity to ask questions of them as well. And as I say, there's various subjects and, and it is very popular. Um, if you are an accredited business, these events are free, um, so it, it's part of your your accreditation program um, that you would be able to come along to these events and. Um, there's a lot of information on on their website about that uh, if you if you go there and You can read what the events coming up are, uh, what the the speakers are for each event, um, and you can actually uh, get tickets through there as well.
0: Okay, and you would need to um, do the RSVP at easttexas.bbb.org thing, or you can go via Eventbrite, which so many people seem to be doing these days, but that's all online. Um, You can go to uh, bbb.org slash east hyphen Texas, I believe is the website I just gave out, and that is correct, and get a lot more information, and uh, uh, hard copy literature available as well. You can certainly run by the office and pick up a lot of information that really kind of elaborates on some of the things we've talked about today Mm -hmm. and some other things that we haven't been able to get to as well. As far as uh, beyond the lunch and learn events, you and some of the other folks with the BBB also available to talk to churches, clubs, civic groups, other types of organizations. Come and visit, maybe talk to them over lunch and get them informed.
1: Absolutely, yeah. We uh, we have a community outreach specialist um, who is Betsy, um, and she does a lot of speaking events uh, throughout the local community. Um, if you you know if you have a particular subject you want us to come and talk about, a certain scam, mm-hmm. um, you want us to attend an event, then by all means give us a call, come in and visit us, have a chat about that. Um, our doors always open. Uh, as I said earlier, we our our mission is to work with the community and local businesses. So whether you're a business or a member of the public, you can walk in through our door whenever we're open, and we're happy to talk to you about any scams or, or, or uh, you know, local events or what have you.
0: Mm-hmm. And we're just about ready to wrap up the show. I'm John Sims on In Focus. I've been talking to Nathan Hood with the Better Business Bureau of Central East Texas. A little bit of contact information as we wrap it up. Phone numbers in Tyler, 903-581-5704, toll-free and the website bbb.org slash east hyphen texas nathan hood thanks for visiting with us today
1: thanks for having me you
0: bet nathan hood with the better business bureau of central east texas our guest this morning i'm john sims thank you for joining us see you again next week on in focus your only local news radio this is ktbb tyler ktbb fm troop tyler longview and ktbb.com Your only local news radio. Paul Berry, mornings, news, weather, sports, business. On 97.5 FM and 600 AM, KTBB and KTBB.com.